Hi, this is Jim Montague, Executive Editor of Control Magazine and ControlGlobal.com, and this is the latest in our Control Amplified podcast series. As usual, we're talking with experts about topics in the process control and automation field and seeking to go beyond our print and online coverage to explore underlying issues affecting users, system integrators, suppliers, and other people and organizations in these industries. Today, I'm talking with our friends at Anderson Hauser about energy efficiency in utilities, plant optimization with instrumentation, and other pathways to optimization and sustainability. With me today is Mark Thomas, who's the Industry Marketing Group Manager at Anderson Hauser USA. He's responsible for the overall business development and growth of the company's position related to its strategic industries. Mark is also the U.S. representative to the company's global strategic industry group, which helps develop its long-term vision, brand, product direction, and its education on industry direction. Mark earned an MBA BA from Texas Tech in 2003 and an MBA from AUI in 2008. Well, Mark, uh, thanks for talking to us today. Yeah, Jim, thanks for having me. Sounds like uh, based on that intro, I have a lot on my plate. So uh, <laughs> really looking forward to this podcast here. Okay. All right. Well, just to kick it right off, the, the first question is, sustainability has become a priority for businesses globally. How does a company know if they're behind in their sustainability efforts compared to their peers? Yeah, you're right. So sustainability has become a mainstream topic and it's on almost everyone's radar at this point. We know from a, from a business standpoint, business owners, um, owners of companies, uh, they want their companies to do well for a long time, have a positive impact on their customers employees and leave a positive impression and all of these uh, impact sustainability so it's a it's a very broad topic yet the the question measuring your sustainability efforts against your peers uh, may not be the best approach um, one thing we like to try to do is start off by looking in the mirror look at look at yourself look at things that you want to improve as, as a company and then look at your customers and think about what your customers expect from you and how you uh, can meet those expectations. And then based on understanding and knowing of where you wanna go, uh, you know, just start putting a plan together and it's never too late to start driving this topic of sustainability. For Indris and Hauser, sustainability has been on the forefront of the company for decades. Uh, we have a sustainability charter uh, goals and activities that keep us driving in that direction. And, and uh, we share this with our customers uh, because it's something we're really proud of. So then what are the downsides of being a laggard with energy efficiency uh, management and processes and utilities specifically? I would, I would have to say the, the biggest uh, downside of uh, either being behind or not prioritizing energy management uh, especially with regard to utilities can be the difference between winning and losing. Uh, and what I, what I mean by that is as a, as a producer, uh, maybe in the chemical field of chemicals or refined products from a refinery or uh, even, even uh, utilities from an energy company, uh, the, the utilities is considered a fixed cost. And in today's competitive environment, uh, we have to figure out a way to take advantage of any way possible of reducing those fixed costs 
so we can pass those along to consumers. Um, and, and utilities have a huge impact um, on, on the business and the bottom line. So just an example to throw out, you know, a, a boiler system, uh, to keep a boiler system operating as efficiently as possible. Plant personnel must routinely monitor for leaks. That could be at the valve bodies, pressure regulators, uh, pipe connections, steam traps. Uh, additionally, steam quality must be measured directly uh, in the pipe, uh, including wet, saturated, superheated steam. So uh, energy loss here is often very high due to inefficiencies. Uh, and measuring those efficiencies uh, of these systems is the best way to gauge those losses. And then you can start to assess required action. <clears throat> so uh, it's a good example of taking such a broad topic of sustainability and making it actionable to drive business decisions, increase profits, safety, and quality as a few key metrics here. So then where do we, you know, where do we see the most issues in terms of energy management? Is it heating and cooling, steam, compressed air, or something else? So you can almost say all of the above here. Um, it is uh, all of the above are critical in the grand scheme of proper energy management. The most issues we see can, can fit in each of those applications, uh, but a lot of it is a lack of data, a uh, lack of process measurements, um, or even a lack of, uh, of what to do with the data if you do have it. Uh, a simple starting point can be an audit. Uh, you can go into, choose an application, do an audit to consider where or what you might want to measure. And with regard to measurement, you can think about it this way. You can't set a goal for something that's not tangible uh, and that can't be measured. So for example, if we start in the utilities unit of a plant, we can say we need to improve our energy measurement. Uh, step one, what are we using to measure our steam? Lots of energy can be used in boilers. Um, so what, what devices do we have installed today? Uh, are they the most effective and most efficient to get us those, those numbers from steam quality, uh, flow measurement, pressure, temperature? Uh, then we can start to build a, a baseline um, and work on some of the efficiency gains. And I guess I'll add one thing there. Uh, when it comes to issues when you already have measurement devices, then we get more into the maintenance and, and troubleshooting areas. So if, you, if you've already got maybe traditional measurement technologies, we'll throw out a differential pressure, um, measuring level on a steam drum, for example. There's a lot of maintenance issues, a lot of environmental issues that, that lead to that being um, maybe less accurate or uh, more maintenance intensive. Uh, so that's a great application, great opportunity to look at upgrading uh, a, a technology into, into something newer, more modern um, that, that can have reduced maintenance and improved efficiencies. All right, um, so, so for companies that have yet you know, to optimize their energy management in process and utilities, you know, what steps should they take to lower energy consumption and costs over, over the next, let's say five years or so? Uh, well, the first step, um, has to be to start somewhere. Uh, you just have to put a plan together and, and, and get moving on the energy management. Um, I would say defining a desired area to put an emphasis on has, could, could be a good way to, to at least get moving 
in that direction. I mentioned it earlier, you could start with uh, an audit. So once you pick an area, um, use a, a consultant, bring out a, a company, Interest in Hauser does these, these, these things as well. Uh, come out and take a look at that application. Uh, let's see what you are measuring today and more specifically what you're not. Um, then we, start, we can start to analyze uh, the values that we measure. Um, one really great tool is creating an energy uh, performance indicator list, and that can be all types of things. It's starting with, uh, with energy savings, a baseline, creating a target for yourself, uh, reviewing the energy intensity, uh, total consumed energy, a lot of different things that, that, that can make up that energy performance indicator. Um, and then define some energy optimization measures. Uh, and, then, and then the last piece I will add, it was just in an article I was reading today, which was uh, very timely for this podcast and this topic was uh, sustainability um, being accomplished utilizing AI. So artificial intelligence, you know, we're hearing a lot of that lately and what does that mean? But um, a lot of oil and gas companies, chemical companies are looking at it as a new tool that's helping rapidly meet sustainability objectives by utilizing data and information, uh, machine learning in ways that were not even considered just a few years ago. So uh, don't be afraid to embrace new ideas and, and new technologies. Okay, and then finally, you know, how does modern instrumentation Im improve energy efficiencies in heating, cooling, steam and compressed air? Uh, can you give us an example of, of one or more of those? Yeah, when thinking about modern instrumentation, uh, try to break it into two, two categories here. It's uh, existing uh, measurement technologies, existing instrument tech, instrumentation um, uh, that have been around a long time, that are tried and true, uh, but they've been modernized to improve the accuracy or give more access to information. Uh, the other part of modern instrumentation or the, 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 new, um, the, the new developments, the, the niche instruments made specifically for these types of applications. So if you uh, take the example um, of an existing device that's meant to measure, say, flow uh, in steam uh, for a steam drum or a boiler, we can think about a vortex flow meter. So it's been around a long time. It's a tried and true device. Um, it's one of the first go-tos for almost any operator looking to measure steam outside of a differential pressure. Um, but the uh, newer vortex meters um, are, are giving a lot more data to customers. So a vortex meter, for example, can give you not only flow, but it can give you steam quality measurement. Uh, it has an embedded RTD for a temperature measurement. And then there's, there's even some options out there that have a pressure transducer uh, to get pressure. So this single flow meter um, that 10, 20 years ago would just give you a flow rate is now a multivariable device that's giving you uh, a full picture of that steam. So the flow and quality parameters out of that single device uh, can really drive operational improvement opportunities. And then if you look at modern instrumentation, um, providing deeper insights, we can look at um, utilizing what's called onboard verification techniques. So 
uh, here at Indris and Hauser, we'll call that heartbeat technology. Uh, so that can allow operations and maintenance to, to actually run a verification on an instrument without removing it or disturbing it from the process. Um, and that actually checks at that time how that device is performing in relation to when it was initially manufactured. So what this does is it really allows operation teams to quickly and effectively check on the performance of an instrument um, in a matter of minutes without leaving the safety and uh, convenience of an air conditioned control room. Uh, so that's a, it's a very um, nice way of taking existing technologies and modernizing them uh, for where we're at today. Okay. Well, listen, Mark, that was terrific. Uh, thanks for helping me and our listeners get a handle on energy efficiency and plant optimization. Uh, I know these aren't easy topics to approach, but I think your input is really going to help our uh, listeners understand them better and gain a leg up on their own uh, sustainability efforts. Uh, this has uh, been a Control Amplified podcast. I'm Jim Montague. Thanks for listening. And uh, please remember that Control Amplified podcasts are available on most podcasting apps, such as the iTunes Store and Google Play and on, also on the Control Magazine's YouTube channel uh, for podcasts. Uh, plus, you can also listen at controlglobal.com, of course, as well as read the transcript. Uh, Mark, uh, thanks again for talking to us today. Yeah, Jim, thank you. I appreciate the time, and uh, have a God-blessed day. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.